Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League podcast. This is your favorite time of the week. This is my favorite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. Deadline day, transfer records are broken with all the top six making big money moves. The top four is heating up with Chelsea dropping points and Liverpool and Spurs gaining some steam right now. Not to be outdone, though, the relegation zone battle is up and heating up at the time being. We're going to talk the FA Cup, Caribou Cup, and we're going to look ahead at week 26 of the Premier League season. And, of course, I am never alone. I am joined by Mr. Mickey Kennedy, of course, Liverpool's favourite son. Uh, it's been a great week for us, Mickey. Uh, you know, transfer deadline day, it's been so massive. Um, yep. I, I don't know if we've been able to keep up with everything. It's been a big week um, in terms of everything, really. Um, transfer week, um, it hasn't disappointed. You know, the deadline day was a little bit quiet compared, but the, the big deals went through. Um, a lot of the deals that didn't go through in the summer ended up happening in this window, which is a bit surprised how quick it turned around. And um, in a Premier League perspective, um, the whole league, the bottom and the top, has really evened out this week. And for the neutral, it's great to watch. It is. It's. Uh, I, I really hope that you know people listening aren't supporting those middle teams because there's not really much to play for right now, except no. for a couple million pounds per place. But in saying that too, like the, the middle tier teams like Leicester and Everton and. Um, and oh, not so much Leicester, but the Everton's of the West Ham. They had a lot to worry about at the start of the season. They now did, they're, yeah. And, they're, and now they're their form a little bit, and they find their way out of the bottom. And now they're catching up to my boys in Burnley, and I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Burnley for t- top exactly six right. is Greg no longer happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, of course, we've got so much to cover today, Mickey. We're going to go through like all the big transfers, all the sneaky ones that have kind of fallen through the cracks. There have yep. been a few ones that uh, a lot of people haven't picked up on, and you know, unless you supported the team, you probably wouldn't know too much about. Yep. We're going to talk about the table, and then we're going to go into the FA Cup, Caribou Cup, of course, Facebook's fires, and I'm going to look ahead. We've got to heaps, next week. don't we? It's just too much. Uh, what do we start with, but Mickey? I'm going to let you take the reins. Uh, here. We're going to start with the transfers. Um, the the top ten we're going to go with. Okay. So just for the basics. Um, obviously, uh, the biggest transfer of the the January, which seems so long, a long time ago now, is uh, Phil Coutinho's move yep. to Barcelona. Which, to be honest, I I looked at videos from him at, at Barcelona. Like I reckon for like three days after, and I generally felt like like a little bit of sadness. It was kind of like my girlfriend cheated on me. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> It just feels like. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Like I would get the photos, and I saw the like you know how they got the um the unveiling videos of he went to Barcelona. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're trying to Photoshop those Liverpool pictures. It leaves a little bit of a sour taste, you know. When you you know he's uh he was our best player. He was a creative genius. Sometimes I'd say, and um, to leave in January mid season, very it's a little bit sour, and it's you know, but. Uh, you know, it's, there's reasons why these things happen. And, you know, we signed Van Dyke on the first day as well. So it was yeah. a positive, but um, it was sad to let him go. He went for um, £140 million, Nick, which is no bargain. But <laughs> um, what, <okay. laughs> the opposite of a bargain. Just, just but, quickly, we've talked about yep. this a million times, but uh, for all the new listeners. And 146, that, 40, exact, £146 million off the top, uh, straight up. What is he worth to you? Well, it, don't, you know, don't you say priceless? Don't you be that guy? No, he's not. He's not Messi. No, he's not Messi. Messi yeah. is probably the only priceless player that um, in the world in the world ever. Um, look, it's 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 hard to say. Really, it's hard to put a price on someone in an inflamed market. Like yeah. it, this is obviously, and it's all stemmed from the Neymar transfer. It, it's still recouping from that that ridiculous fee 
that was set um, purely because PSG had more money than you know you could have ever imagined, and was sh- and not stupid enough, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, they were, they were crazy enough to go with the deal, and it, it's kind of you know it's a ripple effect really, and this is the the second ripple I'd say. But then again, when you say that, there have been a few little cheeky bargains that I think have been going through. If you look, at, if you look at Giroud going to uh, going to Chelsea, go to Lucas going to Spurs. I think like Walcott's these, the best one. Walcott especially, yeah, it's million. another. That's a huge one, and like these are all ones that are kind of fall through. Under the radar. It's, it's the ones that don't get like you know the front page headlines are the ones that you kind of uh, get decent deals out of. It's almost like once the yeah. English media blows it up, uh, the price of the player just inflames. And you know what? Like Coutinho is a perfect example of that. He was an eight million pound signing mm. from Inter Milan, and it's good turnover. He was well, massive turnover, <laughs> isn't it? Like one hundred thirty-eight million profit. Yeah, but like it's stuff like that, like where. Um, and Liverpool actually seem to be alright at doing this. So, like they, don't forget they got Sturridge for fifteen. Yeah, they got um, Suarez for twenty five. I think. Yeah. So like these kind of players that they've kind of bought, and a lot of them did come in January as well. I'm pretty sure Coutinho. I know Suarez did. Yep. And I'm not hundred percent sure on Sturridge, but um, yeah. You know, eight million pounds Coutinho was bought for, one hundred forty six sold. The deals can be done, and yeah. it's. I think they're the the main deals that succeed in this in this type of the deals that. Um, Players have bought with that have had a lot of prom- promise and maybe not lived up to it at that stage of their careers, but still um, they go to a club that's probably not you know right down, but it possibly a team in the same league, and they get a chance to play and they yep. get a chance to show themselves. Um, yeah, and and I think that's it. like they're the, where the bargains are at. Yeah, um, I think Walcott's a perfect example of someone who could do that. Yeah, definitely. Walcott looks like he's fitting in. It's, it's, of course, it is early days, and we can't. Very, you know, yeah. everyone could come out and fire. And then he might. He might go quiet the rest of the season. Who he knows? He seems like a perfect fit for Everton. He though, does. Well, he, he just seemed like he seemed like a perfect fit for any team other than Arsenal at one stage, doesn't he? Like any team probably below Arsenal in the in the table, he could probably walk straight <laughs> he, into. He kind of has that feeling of um, he's almost too good. For anyone out of the, the top five, but he's probably just not good enough to start every week for the top five teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's in that in-between where um, he's going to get the best. And I think Everton, to be honest, is probably the perfect club for him. I think Tottenham could have done with him, but would he start? Probably not. Would he? Would they uh, sell to the direct rival? Probably not. Probably not too. And the fact that Everton, he can play... I, I heard that he prefers it as a, a, a up-front role, more, yeah. like a more centre-forward kind of role, and he's been waiting for that opportunity. And he did get it a couple of times in Arsenal, and he did score a fair few goals when he went up front, yeah. which is... You know, surprisingly, he never got that chance again. So, to him to go to Everton, where they lack pace up front, it was like, yeah. you know, I mean, it just the we, last piece of the puzzle, possibly. We have been talking about this like ever since probably you know week three of the of the season, how Everton just hadn't, you know, they bought a bunch yeah, of yeah. number tens or like with absolutely yeah, no pace, and that's exactly what you know. Finally, they have something. I think Big Sam noticed that straight away yeah. too, and and he, and you know what, Sam probably come in at a, at a time where he had a couple of. Um, maybe a month or so to, to kind of work it out and then have that January period where he, he knew what he was going to get, but yeah. it, was a, it was a matter of getting his team to the right formation. And now it's, you know, it's just a matter of Walcott planning to his game plan. And, you know, you look at the weekend score on where they won three one, and we'll get onto that later, but it just worked perfectly. Yeah. Uh, what else we got for the big Yeah, uh, so big number two, um, kind of that, the ripple effect again, Van Dyke joins Liverpool for 75 million yep. pounds. One doesn't uh, happen without the other, really, doesn't it? Oh, well, Van Dijk was signed first, but I think they, they Coutinho was well on the way. Yeah, yeah Coutinho was well on the way um, when this was happening. And, uh, you know, look, for us, I did. I think if you go back on the one of the few, the first episodes of the year, I, I did say that I'd rather Coutinho go and we have Van yep. Dijk. Um, 
Do I stand by my word now? Ooh, it's mm. tough. Yeah, it's I, tough. I was exactly the same. I think I, I was one brought that kind of the whole thing up with it, kind of like because Van Dyke was such an important piece to the Liverpool puzzle. But then Van Dyke kind of had a pretty a quiet few months, and all of a sudden we were kind of yeah. like questioning his value. He went for but seventy-five million. He did go for, for seventy-five million, and I think Southampton are always going to hold out for that. He had a great start in the in the FA Cup against Everton, scored yeah. the winner. Nice, nice um, and he the th- one thing I did notice about Van Dyke is he commanded the area. He, yeah. he, he commanded the defence. Um, he he looked like a real leader. He had a bit of a poor game against West Brom. Didn't play on the weekend against Huddersfield, but I still think this is going to be a positive signing. I think it's you know one one piece at the time. It seems like for Liverpool, to have, be honest. Have they kept a clean sheet with Van Dyke playing yet, or not yet? No, we don't play too, we don't, no, yeah, they haven't actually. FA and the, uh, and and two, the West yeah. <laughs> We'll keep an eye on that every week. Uh, who, who else we got? Uh, sorry, for number three, um, it does drop down a fair bit. Oh, no, it doesn't, really. I'll take that back because I forgot about uh, Pierre Aubameyang. Aubameyang. Yeah. This is a massive signing for Arsenal. Yes. Um, a, lo- a lot of the Arsenal fans, uh, a lot of them seem to be happy, but the real... You know, the supporters I see on Arsenal TV, they're wary, I think. Yeah. They are wary because the fact that... It's the same with Liverpool to a degree. They know that their problems aren't up front. Yeah. You know what I mean? The problems in defence. And I think with Arsenal getting um, a Bamiyang now, it adds a whole new dimension to their attack, doesn't it? What do you think about, like, because we were talking last week about how Mkhitaryan must feel about being kind of almost being like the, the sacrificial lamb in that in the deal with Sanchez. Do you feel like Lacazette's looking at this and going like, shit, like they just bought me for 50 million in uh, in the summer transfer. Why, like, why they need another striker? How are they going to start a team yeah. with Aubameyang, Lacazette, Mkhitaryan, and Ozil on the field? There's well, no, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, I think there on. is a way. So they'll play Lacazette up front. I think they have to. Okay. Can uh, Aubameyang play anywhere but I striker? I think he can play on the left. Well, that's the talk. But you know, I mean, at the same time, that's fantasy talk. That's like that, that, that's talk. like, that's like, FIFA like talk. in an ideal world. But Mkhitaryan starts on the right. Yeah. Um, Aubameyang on the left, and Ozil just sitting behind, in between them, and behind Lacazette. Yeah. They could play with the two. They could play with the two, but it's very rare to see uh, teams. Imagine play with that, two, but isn't imagine it? like I said, Aubameyang too. It would. I'd love it because it's, it's an old. It's an old school kind of formula, but like it depends what they play behind that, which well, is going to be the It has to be Ozil. And and Ozil will get played. Maybe up. if they played Ozil and Wilshere as a as a two and Mkhitaryan as a three, as long as Wilshere stays fit because he has been, he's kind of getting a bit injured again. They're resting him a bit, trying to um trying to make sure that he doesn't kind of suffer yeah. anything too serious. But his form's been out, out of this world at the moment. Yeah, it has. And, he, it, and it just makes people remember how good he was. Yeah, um, he's in World Cup form and like a perfect time to be in World Cup form. Yeah. <laughs> um, Laporte from Atletico Bilbao. Yes. This is a massive signing, I think, for Man City. Look, Man City is a team that as soon as they notice something's going wrong, they fix it. Well, when, and, they, uh, when you have the money, it's not that hard to do that, isn't it? Well, that's it. I think like um, John Stones has been in questionable form, to say the least. He's made three critical mistakes. Two of them against Bristol City in the AFL Cup yeah. in both ties. And it was enough for um, Pep to, to go buy another defender. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> enough for Pep to and not even, spend another Not even a cheat one. Atletico Bilbao, um, you know, he was one of their star players. He's yeah. a player that I, I've um, looked at a few times over the years and thought this guy's going to be a big player. I, I've bought him every year on FIFA, I think, for the last five years. A little years. bit slow, <laughs> which is, you know, he is a little bit slow, you know, compared to the, you know, the faster, you know, he's a bit, you know, with company and stones who are not actually that fast either, yeah. and Otamendi, well, com- he, he well, kind of the same pace as them probably. Can we accept the fact that company's probably never going to never going to string some good games yeah, together? Yeah, well, that is like, true. But um, Otamendi's looking alright, buddy. Yeah, Otamendi's looking okay. But the st- yeah, the, the lot of questions are over John Stones and um, his form after. He, well, he started to come back alright, and then yeah. he, he injured himself again, and he's come back and he's making the same errors that he did. Maybe time would just fix that, but you know. 
I think City uh, this season, they're going after everything. I think they want to make yeah. a, a record-breaking season to win as much stuff. And, you it's, know, all you have to do is look at the, the attempt at Mares. Um, yeah. To, but we'll, we'll go up on that later. But, um, yeah, they're, they're out to win everything at the moment. And this signing of the defender is, is actually a very good signing. Very good on the ball. He's a, he can play play through balls and all that kind of stuff. Good on his left and right. And uh, this is a, you know, he's going to be a proper player. And, um it's good to see him grace the Premier League. Unfortunately, it's just for Man City. Of course, Man City do have their first chance at some silverware in a few weeks' time in the Caribbean Against Cup Arsenal, final. Which is going yeah. to be interesting, and it's going to be great because um, that you know there's always the big chance of uh, Arsenal kind of pulling up a bit of an upset. They did upset um, Chelsea in the FA Cup last season in the yep. final, so there there is the chance of that. And yep. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to take a team like Arsenal lightly, especially with their kind of their new signings. They're just a, a team hungry. that actually come out and. Um, they're a team that sometimes come out and just play extremely well against the big teams and blow them away. It's, but it only seems to be in these cup ties that it seems to happen. And like, and like what I call, I, I don't want to say like don't want to be harsh to them, but like the lesser cups, like you know the F, FA cups or the Caribbean. Well, the cups. FA cups are really a lesser cup. It, it's not. An, it's not a lesser cup by any stretch of the imagination. You know, the FA cup used to be the main. I, day. I know. I know. You say this every week, but it's not the. It's not the main thing anymore. It is. It's, it's a massive it's, trophy. It's not. Well, you know, go to Europe is bigger. It's every team in England go for this trophy. I understand that, but in Champions League, every team in Europe Europe goes for it. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's, it's a more realistic cup that for those still teams, has plenty of meaning. Yeah, yeah of you know, the AFL Cup's got nowhere near as many as the FA Cup. Does it? I think it also depends on. Yeah, that's very true. But it also depends on which team's going for it. That's why I think that, as you said, it's it's a team for it's almost a cup for those mid-table teams to really grasp at and like kind of attend like a Watford or a or an Everton. Oh, or I want to say Watford. Really good. I would say a bit higher than Watford. Oh Jesus! Who was in the final uh, two years ago? Wasn't it? Uh, didn't weren't Southampton or something like that in there? Like, they didn't win. Yeah, but they were in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, who's next on the list? Man? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Um, Saint Tozan from Beskos. He joins Everton for twenty-seven million pounds. Um, this was another one of Sam's signings. I think to to plug the gap that they had up front. Hasn't started too well, I don't think. Um, from reports, he didn't play against um, Leicester on the weekend. Yep. We started on the bench at least. Okay. So that's interesting to to see. You can take whatever you want up from that. Um, you know, it's good to see Everton spending big. You know, they do have a little bit of financial backing. So fifty million pounds in this transfer window on yeah. just them two, um, is smart business by them, I think. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree with that. It's it's good to see them kind of showing a bit more ambition about them. They did like to be fair, they showed so much ambition in the summer transfer, they but they just they just didn't pick the right players. Again, yeah, they were it's almost like they just picked about four players playing the exact same position. Uh, you look at a player like uh Klaassen who is you know wanted is basically gone from the club. Like he's not getting any game time. Yep. Uh, Napoli wanted him and they didn't let him go and uh, they've Interesting, that, isn't Ramirez uh has been sent out on loan. Like these were two guys that everyone was really kind of pumped up about kind of gonna be you know, Ramirez was gonna be the, the replacement to Lukaku and like yeah, right, you know, right. we, we we give Lukaku a bit of shit, but that's because he's worth so much now. So like, we aren't allowed to. Yeah, exactly. um, but Ramirez has been absolutely bang average. Uh, Klaassen's been useless, had had absolutely nothing. And um, yeah, so it's kind of one of those things. Who else we got, Mickey? Uh, so the next one is your boy, Lucas Mora. He joins from um, PSG for a reported £25 million. Now, it's a bit of injection from pace, I think, from you know, that you probably guys know you got it with Son, but he's not the lightning pace, you know what I mean? Like if you look at all the top four teams, they have a guy on a guy that has that electric kind of pace. Probably besides Chelsea. Chelsea don't really have anyone besides Hazard. Uh, William, um, William. Oh yeah, sorry, they've got William as well. And I think this is a good inclusion. He has been questioned about his final final you know, final passing. Yeah, yeah, the final three ball. 
but he's been known to be able to take on players and you know make maybe make something out of nothing, which is good. Yeah, it's so hard to kind of get excited about these players because we've signed so many. That, it just reminds that... me of a Jesse Rodriguez for Stoke, who's you know yeah. you don't hear too much about him after his start, and he he was from Real Madrid, so I've just got that feeling about him. I got I had someone I saw someone tweet uh, on Twitter say like I just saw just saw a highlights video of Lucas. Um, playing, I now understand that he is the greatest player in the world because, you know, highlights package look, look As, great. Of course. They're I, not going to put you low lights on you unless <laughs> they're trying to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're trying to take the piss out of you. But it's like, you know, I'll, I can hold, I'm going to hold my judgment until I see you play a few times. Um, it is good to see some pace in there. Uh, right, yeah. We haven't really had somebody who can play completely on the right for a long time. Like, Lamello is still, you know, snorting coke before every game. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep saying it. He's playing I now. I can. I can say it as long as I want. Um, come at me, Lamella. Uh But yeah, we, we haven't had that player who can play on the right. We kind of had the, uh, like, Ali or Ericsson and fantastic to have Ericsson back on the weekend but it's yeah it's tell you uh, what, good to see what I'll tell you do. what but between him and Aubameyang great inclusions for I, FIFA oh Ultimate Team oh my god I was thinking the exact same thing Aubameyang but he's going to be so far out of my price range yeah. like 80, he's an 88 94 pace 86 shooting or something something stupid Is Like he he's like the perfect and he's tall too he's like the perfect striker for know. Ultimate Team yeah. like perfect but <laughs> unfortunately Unless I get him in a pack, I'll never be able to afford him. <laughs> Who else we got, Mick? Uh, so we, this is one of the all-time great stories. Adrian Silva from um, Sporting Lisbon joined on Leicester City. Yep. Obviously, this was a summer deal that went through. Yep. But um, according to well, what it did happen by the FA rules, he was 14 seconds too late to sign the initial thing. So he joined the club. But the registration was 14 seconds too late, so he couldn't play to January. So <laughs> it's now classed as a January signing, obviously. Perfect. Um, he now wears the number 14. Okay. Oh, okay. 14 seconds over. There so we go. I like that. All, a little all bit ties of trivia. In. Yeah, a little bit of trivia for you. That- so um, it's quite. A, you can have at least you can have a laugh at it since he didn't play football for six months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah man, look. We can laugh at his misfortunes. <laughs> and like, imagine 14 seconds and then six months of sitting on the <laughs> sitting on the sidelines and that's tr- a lot more, training. That's a lot more than 14 seconds it after is, that. It right? is. Who else we got? Uh, number eight, we got Theo Walcott. We've already mentioned him. 20 million dollars. Uh, 20 million pounds from Arsenal to Everton. Great timing. We'll, we'll move on from that. Um, Giorgio. Uh, Judio, sorry, Curilio. Yep. I think that's how you pronounce it. From Monaco to Southampton, 19 million pounds. Big, big, um, big money there. Like for a team like Southampton, they well, did I have guess, 75 million. I was going to say they do have a lot of money from Liverpool over the years. I'm yeah. sure they got that banked up. But uh, you know, it's good to show. I uh, see them showing ambition. They have to. Um, you know, they could be the. Um, you know, in terms of managers getting on, on the chopping block, close with you right now. <laughs> Pellegrini might be on the way out, and uh, it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna it's be. It's kind of like one of those teams at the moment. Um, they're kind of. Flown under the radar as in... How bad they are. I've been saying yeah. it every week. I've been yeah, <laughs> I know you've been banging on their door, but, um, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go in the next couple of weeks. And interesting last, to see how this guy goes. So number 10 um, is Emerson Palmieri from Roma to Chelsea. 17 and a half million. This one's flown under the radar, I think. This one has to, definitely. And it gives Zappacosta some competition. You know, maybe yeah. he was playing on the right back and yep. he was just kind of cruising there. Left back. Left back. Yeah, left back, sorry. Yep. Um, he was just kind of cruising in and now he's got something to think about, you know. Um, this is a decent signing, I think, from Chelsea. They needed a backup. Yeah, there's been there's been so much. We'll go through some more as we go through all the games, Mickey. We should yeah, start, we but um, yeah, we've got to try and whip through a lot of these games. We've got so much to talk about. Um, yeah, let's go to let's go to our favorite YouTube channel. Let's go to Arsenal Fan Arsenal TV. Fan TV. Uh, let's go about Swansea beating them three three one. Is it weird that like I remember like I was um, kind of checking the results of this, and I think it was at work or something, and I wasn't really surprised. I, I don't know why, but whenever Arsenal lose games like this, I just don't. I just kind of go. It, so this is a thing too. Uh, I think we were underestimating Swansea's performance again. Yeah, I think they were fantastic. They were. Um, I think Arsenal were extremely poor, and 
it was just kind of one of those things, you know, like Arsenal take it to a one nil lead. Um, Montreal's starting to score more goals than bloody Lacazette at the moment. I t- Lacazette is on, in, you know, he scored. But it was last the game. service, but. Pardon? Yeah, well, service. that's very true. And I must, you know, Again, I'm going to bang on about my favourite player. Xhaka uh, was absolutely deplorable. In one of the goals, he was absolutely... He, was, he just oh, I, flat-footed. He does not know what he's doing. He's the, He yeah. needs to be sold. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with him staying. And you know what the thing is? Everyone is saying that except for the manager. Yeah, exactly. The Wenger outside chance of getting louder and louder, especially after this game, especially after the FA Cup during the week and like everything that's been happening there. If they don't win the Caribou Cup and they have a bit of a slump over the next few weeks... I don't know what else they're going to do. But will they have a slump? But you reckon they've just made two massive signings? It's all. It's going to be big. And, you know, Mkhitaryan came on towards the end, so we can't really well, judge Well, he came on, and two played. seconds later, Peter Cech passed it into um, <laughs> yeah. AU's thing. So, um, is, is Cech passed it, or is he just... Yeah, I think he... I, th- I don't know. It's you hard. Know, it's one game. To be honest, too, you look at um, the, the pass back from Mustafi, and um, it was... it Like... Check his left footer. He's not only that, he's passed it on to Check's right. Yeah. And there was about three Swansea players for anyone who hadn't seen it, like literally in front of him. They were pressing up very hard. They were hard. pressing it very was, hard, it yeah. It was really good on their part. But that, then again, and it was it was a really dumb pass. But he didn't obviously, like he wasn't had no awareness about what was around yeah. at the time. But Check, Check just needed to boot it. He just needed to hit it as hard as he could. He needed to could. boot it. But at the same time, the conditions didn't help. And I think the pass back was as, almost as much to blame as Check. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it was not good. Uh, Check has, yeah, uh, like we're talking about players flying under the radar. Check hasn't had the most amazing season. Uh, he, like, some people are saying he hasn't had a good season in a few. But I, yeah. I think he's been pretty great. He's one of the thing is too. Very hard to hate, Czech. Yeah, he is very hard to hate, and the thing is, like with Arsenal's backup Espina, he's a very good goalkeeper. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, he, it was kind of a similar situation with um, the the last keeper they had, Chanelsi or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, um, but um, you know where Espina come in and, and really did well, and it was keeping him out for a while. Um, Chesney, that's it. Yeah, sorry, I lost it there for a second, but um, <laughs> yeah, and he did well. So I don't know why they're just not giving him a chance. I guess it's the old pitch, you know. I mean, he he's he's is a big name, so yeah. You know, is he past it? Possibly, but you know, goalkeepers do have a long life, and hopefully, he can get his form back. Because I think most people are a fan of Peter Check. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's people probably listening going, "I hate Peter Check," but yeah, you know, that's for at least us two. It's like two out of the two out of the two here in the room, we like yep. him. So, and uh, Ozil signing on for a new contract, huge news for Arsenal. Three hundred thousand. Yeah, I heard. I've heard three. I've heard up to three fifty before tax. Do you think this was a necessary um, call, like for uh, for Arsenal's way, like? He had six months left on his contract. He more likely was going to move. Um, it was. Do you think it was necessary to go that high? Honestly, I do. Uh, I don't think anyone wanted him, so that's why he stayed on. I don't think anyone wanted Ozil. What in terms of what? You wouldn't he, have Ozil at Tottenham. No, well, we no one. They wouldn't sell us. They wouldn't sell us Ozil. Simple. Like yeah, they, he had six he, months to go. Yeah, but he, he could have got for free. Yeah, but they, he wouldn't sell. He wouldn't sign to uh, Tottenham unless he hated Arsenal. There'd have to be some real kind of bad blood between the two clubs. For the top, to sign to an absolute yeah. direct rival, I don't think anyone really like wanted him. And there is some, I think there is something um, that you need to take into account when people get bought. Like if you look at a Bamiang who got bought for however much he got bought 60 for million. sixty mil, that's a big ego boost. People like getting bought. People like being sought after. And if, if Ozil, who's worth a lot of money, let's be honest, like yeah. and hasn't been performing, like he's performing forty five. Well, look, it depends how long's left in his contract. He, if he and if he has a good run of three month form, all of a sudden his value goes well, up. Well, to that's 60 a, that's the thing too. When Ozil was on, he's devastating. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you have to look at just look at that um, the pass he did uh, Lacazette the other way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. He's he can be a creative genius, but at the same time he kind of floats around sometimes. Um, 
he's one of those interesting players. You know, he's he's brilliant when he's on, but yeah, um, he sometimes he does go a bit missing, and may, not so much missing, but it almost seems like his attitude's like somewhere or his mind somewhere else almost. Exactly, and like I don't, exa- and I think he is one of those players who like he wouldn't want to go for a free for a free. Like so, a lot of players don't want to go for a free for that reason because they want to feel like they're sought after, they yeah. want to feel wanted, and I what his price range was and what Arsenal would have sold him for is too much to anyone who would have tried to buy him. Like realistically, where was Ozil going to go? There was no interest for him. Yeah. There hasn't been any interest for him in a few in the last couple of years. Otherwise, he would have gone. He's like because yeah. yeah, he's been. We've been saying this. Well, we're saying this last summer that he was a big chance of going. Saying oh, United, before, yeah, and like there was big chance of him going, but they didn't have as much interest of what everybody thought they did. And Ozil ended up just kind of like, okay, I'll stick around. And he kind of kept sticking around. This is his last chance to either so, sign a contract or get sold. Yeah, nobody wanted him. He's just like, I'll sign a contract. And obviously, if next year comes around, if it comes down to next trans uh, January, he's got like a five year deal or something like that. He's signed on for. Which so, is a long time. It is a long time. And so if he if he comes in and you know if, if people want to buy him, that that jacks his price up automatically. Well, he'd be in the thirties so by then, that surely. Yeah, he would be hundred yeah. percent. So I, I I think he's one of those players right now. It's a big call, but I just I feel like just nobody wanted him, and he's just like you know what I'll I'll become the highest paying player yeah. player, player, no, player at Arsenal yeah. easily, and, and yeah. Um, but you know it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with um with Arsenal right now. Uh, get rid of Jacko. Will she hopefully comes back in? Kalajanac is still looking good, but yep. he's still very faulty at the back. They're back. Their back four really needs work. They, they are pretty bad at the moment, are they? They've got no direction and they've got no idea where they're going. They, you know? they really are a, new, a different version of Liverpool, aren't they, right now? Like, they're so good up well, front. It, it begs the question that I will ask a bit later on about um, the the top five's defence. And yep. uh, we'll bring it up later in the in the show. But, like, um, another question too, Nick. Um, Sam Klukas, um scored a double on the weekend, yes. which is... Not, you know, no mean feat against Arsenal. And um, unfortunately, that wasn't the, the talk of his performance. Uh, one of his goal celebrations, Nick. Yes. Um, it was kind of holding, how would you pronounce it? It, w- it was holding basically the, uh, you know, if you chuck out your... Okay kind of Yeah, thing. the okay kind of sign. Over his fingers, eye. Over his eye, poking his poking which, which to the blind eye is, um, you know... Just normal, but it turns out to have a bit more meaning. Nick, what did it have? It was so. What what this was is there's a logo online for this website, um, which I'm trying to find right now. But it was basically some kind of pornographic website that he's that he's actually done it for. This logo. He's not the first person to yeah, do Charlie this. Yeah, Charlie Austin as well. Uh, yeah, Charlie Austin did it as well. And it's you know they're they're kind of investigating it right now to see if it was anything. Um, you know, if there anything is to it, it is kind of very specific what he did do because the logo looks exactly like that. Yep. It is, it is a peep like one eye closed, one eye open with the eye with a circle around his eye. It does. What, look, what would you think you'd do it? It's very strange. I don't, I don't understand it. The, the, yeah, the he web- has offered an apology, but yeah, the website for anybody who wants to look at it is uh, simply lovely brotherhood, uh, lovely spelled L O V E L E H. Uh, it's, uh, I checked it out before the show just to like, cause I was just curious. curious. I wouldn't recommend going on it. It's absolutely, it's absolutely <laughs> trash. I don't know it's what. Just it's, just, it's just Maybe some it's just old guy commenting. Joke. It's not a joke between the players, mate. It has to be. It absolutely has to be. It has to be some kind of meme thing that they've got in the group chat. But it's, it's funny that like Charlie Austin and, and a couple of others got away with it already without it getting picked up. But, um, you know... That's the way it we'll is, see, yeah, we'll see if there is anything to it. Um, like it is very specific what he has done, but like, I'm, how many celebrations are there? Like, you know, you have to do. If yeah. he's trying to make up something new, maybe that was just something he wanted to go for. Anyway, so Nick, um, we will keep on Arsenal and Swansea for two more minutes. Yes, uh, Swansea signings over the January transfer windows. Um, 
not Jordan Ayu. Jordan Ayu? Andre Ayu. Andre Ayu. I got him mixed up all the time. <laughs> Andre Ayu still plays for Swansea at the moment, but his brother is joining him back from West Ham. So he's joining there. He was pretty good at Swansea when he was there. He he joins for 18 million. Andy King also joins on loan from Leicester. Premier League winner, by the way, Nick. Yes, there you go. Um, That's what I like to hear. So he was, he was, he's been struggling for game time at Leicester for a few years now. He did have a 14-year stint at Leicester, though. So he was there from the start. So Jesus, he, he did he did ride, uh, ride the wave from, you know, yeah. league, whatever they were, into Premier League champions. So, um, obscurity. He, yeah, obscurity, pretty much obscurity. Um, so he's trying something new, which is good on him, new challenge, and, and probably more chance to get some game time. Um, obviously, Arsenal, the massive talking points of the, the Mkhitaryan Sanchez deal. For Arsenal's sake, we'll just talk about the Mickey's, Mkhitaryan side of the deal, and then we'll yep. get to United, we'll talk about Sanchez. Yep. What do you think of Mkhitaryan? Um, Mkhitaryan's a player who... You know, came in, didn't get much game time with Mourinho. They called him a genius once he started playing for a couple of months and played, started playing well. Then he got injured, hasn't been the same player since. Um, I hold my judgment on him. I think he's a really good player when he's on. And he had, you know, when he was on last season, he was unstoppable. And, every, and I think he might have won a player of the month in there. And he was just he was just having an absolute ball, having a great time. Tore, tore Tottenham apart in one game. And unfortunately, they beat us. So it was very disappointing there. But um, I... You know, if he stays injury free and if he can fit into this system, you know, you got you got a Bamiyang now. They he have was a bit of a deadly with a Bamiyang at Dortmund yeah, too. Like, that's they, exactly this, it. Was, this is what made him one of the you know the most sought after players in Europe. Him and a Bamiyang were really just devastating together at one stage at Dortmund. So it's going to be um, interesting because like, be interesting how they go, we yeah. always we always uh, compare and say like what like how good the leagues are compared to the Premier yep. League, and we you know um, like Lacazette's come over and he. Hasn't blown everyone France away. League, but France League's a bit different. Yeah, of course. The yeah, the French League, League it's, it is different. But, like, you know, if we're comparing it to, you know, uh, Ibrahimovic came over, played really well, and then, um, like I said, comes over bit shaky. We were, I'm not going to hold my judgment a bit. It's only been yeah. half a year, but he's kind of had a bit of a shaky start. So, um, like, these two players are going to be a perfect example of, you know, can the um, Bundesliga kind of transfer over easily enough? And yep. I think they will. I hope they do because, well, I hope they do against Robert And Spurs. don't forget, they were part of this Dortmund team uh, under Jurgen Klopp at one stage who played in two Champions League finals. Yeah, exactly. So, that, that, they were part of the, the Dortmund team that were really the world beaters at one stage. And Dortmund are currently sixth in the Bundesliga, uh, just like Arsenal is sixth in the Premier League. Marco Ruiz is making his return, but there you go. after yeah. well, nine months, I he'll think get, it is. He'll, he'll get injured again. So that's no, it. Here's the next one, too, I guess, on the list. That, um, because if anyone wants him, he's well, too injury prone. Well, right that's it. True, like he was one of the most sought after players as well. But him and Aubameyang together were really the, the glue that you know they them two stuck by each other and yep. stuck by Dortmund. It'd be interesting to see where Marco Royce's um, future lies now. Yeah, um, I think he's just going to get back on the pitch first. Yeah, of course. Positive news for Arsenal in the Carabao Cup final. Not positive. The out of the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> we'll talk a bit more about the FA Cup a bit later on in depth. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Carabao Cup. You know. Do they put all the eggs in the basket? Obviously, they're, they're playing at Wembley. They're playing against Man City, but Arsenal have a not bad record at Wembley and yep. in the finals. Exactly. Yeah, they, they seem to show up to these weird cup games. It's just something that they do. Uh, we'll move on. But, Mickey, uh, Bournemouth 3-0 over Chelsea, Jeez, away from the home. Game. What a, what a, what a but, start. I uh, know. Uh, Crazy. Crazy. Well, Stay with us, guys. Yeah. Uh, so, this is um, this is a simple game. I, I watched this back because I was just interested to see if this was um, one of those weird ones where Chelsea dominated and then Bournemouth just kind of got them on three counterattacks. And this was nothing like that. Bournemouth deserved this win 100%. Chelsea were flat I, The from one thing the I noticed about Bournemouth's um, attacking play is the goals cut through. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, um, you know, you see a lot of these, you know, say bottom class teams, like it'll be a corner and it comes off someone's head and they just kind of push it in almost, you know what I mean? Like it's it like a big kerfuffle to get the ball and someone just kicks it and it goes in the net. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth have three genuine goals that literally made 
Chelsea's defence look like a Bournemouth defence. They, they split them in half. Callum Wilson's goal, him and Stanislav together. Yeah. Um, they just read where they, each other were running. They used their pace because Wilson has a lot of it. And the first goal was class. Yep. Um, you know, just cut him in half. And then Wilson uh, Wilson returned the favour for, for Stanislav. And he, he just... Uh, much, it was almost similar, wasn't it? Yeah, not to be discounted, but uh, Jordan Ive as well played yep. really well. That's the other, the other man in the front three that they he was, had. He was a man that um, he had a lot of promise at Liverpool. He yeah. just never quite made it. He's exactly. one of those players. And he's really he's showing what his worth is here. Um, I'm pretty sure Bournemouth actually haven't lost a game in over a month, uh, Mickey. Uh, they haven't lost since their game against Manchester City. So, And that's pretty good. That's yeah, a pretty, well, they're this, on a pretty decent run right now. Well, they've been drawing pretty a lot. Tenth, aren't they? And, yeah, and, they, and all of a sudden, like yo, three weeks ago, we were saying that they're a big chance of relegation. My Five points of safety now. Exactly. And all of a sudden, like if they win, you know, they win the next couple of games, they could be heading up to that spot where I think I predicted them at the start of the season, which was about that eighth mark. Yep. And, that, and I was called a nutcase about Christmas time. And I think some, most people still it's, call me it's nutcase. positive signs for Bournemouth since, um, you know, they've had a couple of years in the Premier League now. And a lot of the times these teams um, like Bournemouth or like a Wigan or something like that in previous seasons, they played a couple of years. Yep. The honeymoon period's kind of worn off and then they kind of get sucked into this relegation fight and find themselves in the championship again after, you know, that kind of couple of year buzz of being in the, in the top league. Yeah. They had that at the start of the year. I thought they were going to go down at one stage. Like, I honestly did. Yeah. So for them to come and start playing, you know, the, the football they have and gone against the trend, stuck by their manager as they should have. Eddie Howe's doing a wonderful job there. And, uh, and it looks like the light at the end of the tunnel for Bournemouth. After after last season, I think Eddie Howe could have like shot up half the team and he'd still, he'd still keep his job. Like he's, yeah. just, he's so loved in that club right well, now. Well, he's the man who literally dragged them from nothing. Exactly. Uh, and it shows... Like it's it's refreshing to see the the um the trust and loyalty on both sides. In terms of Chelsea, of course, they've got Barkley, Giroud in for a couple of play for a couple of Premier League players. Um, they so this is interesting. I, I don't know if Barkley's ever going to get game time. I feel like this is more. He did play on the weekend. He's got, during uh, the weekend. In terms of um, he started. Did he actually start? Yeah, he started. Uh, that, that beats my uh, point straight away. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that he's more of a depth player when players because they are kind of they are lacking depth. And well, this, this is, is a player this that is would what fit I, perfectly um, in here. This is what I'll bring up to you, Nick. So they've, they've made the three signings in the January transfer window um all the teams around them have really bought a you know a genuine purse player that will like without a doubt improve their side where's the improvement from those three players depth. any depth. of those players have made the starting 11 it's depth that's what you need like spurs need the exact same thing like we're, we've been complaining but about you, chelsea yeah, but, we've been, you, but we've been doing this all season with chelsea we've been saying that you know that once they have a few injuries which they have been starting to get but the squad's no real better it was, but it's, it's who you, it? sometimes it's who you can bring off the bench and it's who you can keep on, on a week to week basis when they do have all these fixtures coming up that they can put on the field and can keep Drew, that. Sorry, another question. Yep. Can he take overtake Murata? I think he can. I hope so. I love Giroud so much. Uh, I, I love the fact that he was on the bench for um, the Arsenal loss and then he was on the bench for the <laughs> Bournemouth loss. And he he's kind of smiling. I think he, he broke a new record. I think it was two, lost two games in. 28 hours or something <laughs> stupid. We lost it within the, two days. On aggregate, 6-1. 6-1 <laughs> against two teams fighting for relegation. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping he can. If he can get some game time, he'll, he'll show him what to do. Like, There's a reason yeah. why he's so highly rated in the French team and he's, he's just killing it. He's, yeah, well, that's exactly right. And, like, it's he, probably good for him to get out of the team of Lacazette as and well. And he, he wants he wants to uh, get, you know, kind of solidify his place in that World Cup squad and he would not be able to do that with Aubameyang and um, and Lacazette nah, in, in Arsenal. Well, he wasn't even getting that Arsenal team before exactly. Aubameyang. Exactly. Uh, and, and even when he did, he would score just about every time. Like He's he's such an underrated player. He scored over 100 goals for Arsenal over all competitions. And for a guy that come off the bench, that's no main feature. Exactly. He scored, he, since he's been there, he scored more goals than anyone else in that time he's been there. So he's been an absolute, he's been a world beater. And also, 
if you look at um, Sanchez going as well, Arsenal have gotten rid of basically their last, I think it's their last five or six seasons, top goal scorers over the, in, in um, Giroud and Sanchez. So they are getting rid of a lot of firepower. They've obviously got some people in with Lacazette, Aubameyang, yep. and Mkhitaryan. But it's going to be interesting to see the kind of change up their formula. But um, Can, can yeah. Giroud be a Diego Costa kind of player? Uh, in terms of what just brute force, just, just like a, a big um, presence almost in, in that in that front three, because you could you could see William and um, Hazard playing off the wings, and you know you know have like um, Pedro or something sitting behind. Not Pedro quite as much probably. Um, who else have they got? You got Bakayoko or something Bakio, like oh, that. Bakayoko's been shocking this year. Yeah, he's been one of the worst. But it, you know, I mean, like it's just, just a midfielder holding behind him and. Um, you know he could be he could be a Costa, maybe not as effective, but you know he could definitely be that presence. Because just seems to not have the confidence at the moment. Well, he is injured too. Sure. I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he is injured at the moment, so would, that doesn't help at all. Uh, Giroud is the best aerial threat in the in the Premier League, really, and probably okay. the sec- and probably the second no way, <laughs> <laughs> and probably the second best aerial threat is, is Murata. So like they do have that uh, option there. They have some players who can cross here. Uh, as long as Aspilicueta is on the field, they they're always a chance to uh, score a beauty because uh, Aspilicueta and Murata have te- have. Uh, kind of teed up a few times this season. And I feel like without Aspilicueta, Barada would be uh, kind of been yep. looking at as the biggest flop of the year. But I think yep. that he's helped about big time. We'll move on. But uh, one more thing. Yes. Bashoi joins Brossa Dorban. It yes. completed the triangle that made Aubameyang go to Arsenal <laughs> yeah. and then Giroud go to Chelsea. Chelsea. It was That was an interesting story in the last couple well, of days, yeah. wasn't it? It, just, it was just like a big... Turntable. Yeah, yeah. big, big merry-go-round. Um, yeah, Bastoy is one of those players, man. He's I, I've always been a fan of Bastoy, but I suppose we'll be uh, we'll big on him at one stage, yep. and we're going to get him. But yeah, I'm hoping that he can get some game time. He can um, you yeah, can finally get some goals in him because well, again, it's going to tell how strong that German league is because he might yeah, fit well, right in there. Well, you know what? He wasn't even a bad player, really. Just nah. I don't think I don't think Conte ever rated him at all. And, no and when your manager just doesn't rate you from the start, then you, you really got no hope. And as soon as you you go all game and don't score, then you might. As well, just say quit. Um, Nathan Aki scored for Bournemouth, the former Chelsea yes. um, youth team product. Um, nice little goal for him. Did celebrate a little bit, which I was a little bit surprised. Ah, I, I'm I'm kind of a bit on the fence. I think it's uh, circumstantial with uh, players celebrating as their old team. Depends how long they've been out for. Depends yeah. how much they like the club as well. well that's <laughs> you know, true. And how they went out on the club. Like if they really like, you know, I wouldn't want them to go out and buy ore on everyone. Yeah, they meant to run the other <laughs> lane of the pitch. Remember that goal against? That was so funny. Arsenal wasn't it when he scored for yeah. City and ran <laughs> down to the other end. And his home I, ground too. Like he, he had his whole like he, he scored the goal and he had his whole fans <laughs> in front of him and he turned around, ran down the other end of the pitch. And and then celebrated in front of the Arsenal support. That was the hardest he's running his whole fucking career <laughs> know, as well. Uh, we've got to move on, but we've got to get through these games. Spurs over United. Massive um, game. Easy to win when... It's easy to start when you're scoring the first 11, 11 seconds. seconds. Um, Some said the scoreboard didn't even go up yet. It didn't. It, like, they were still like... Because they, they uh, had Spurs versus United. They got rid of the score on the big screen. And then it just kind of... They started talking and then goal. And then by the time it went up, it was already 1-0. I was pretty happy with that. Jose Mourinho was very disappointed in this for one reason. Yes. He said he trained for that situation. Oh, <laughs> he said he, he trained for the long ball forward. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. oh wow! It was it was it was um you know it's hard to say because like a lot of people are you know going on oh Mourinho didn't park park the bus in this one you know usually parks the he bus did. but but well, it's like. You, you've got scored against in 11 seconds. Like, you can't, you cannot manage for that. You cannot, like, not, it does, that does not happen every game. So, like, once it happened, it kind of, like, the, the rule book kind of went out the window. He's just like, I don't know what to do right now. Uh, Phil Jones scoring an absolute cracker at the wrong end. Uh, yeah. We got like Davison chances. Realistically, Spurs should have won about 4 0, but at the same time, both goals were incredibly lucky. So, it was kind of like, it was. It could have been a nil all. Yeah, 
exactly. It could have been a nil all, and who knows what happens if if that if uh, Ali doesn't do that. I don't even know if it's an accidental back heel or it was on purpose. I think uh, it was on uh, purpose. No, it was on purpose. Hundred percent. I don't. I don't want to. It looked out, good. I don't want to give Ali too much credit because his head, his head will get bigger. What you reckon he's is. gonna listen to this? Do you reckon yeah, Dally Ali's sitting in his chair right now? He goes, I can't wait for the turn. He's just messaging me in the group chat. He's saying, "Come what on, mate, as long, uh, give me some credit, mate." <laughs> Tell him I said, "Go to MK." <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, Spurs dominated this game. Really, I was I was pretty happy with this um, all round. Sanchez played like is, shit. Is this right? Like, is this, what's Sanchez thinking right now? Sure. Ah, it's first game. Like you know, again, you were saying last week Arsenal looked like a freer team, and like you know, they're so much better without Sanchez, and they lose three one uh, uh, Swansea. So it's week to week. It yeah, takes, yeah, it's yeah, taking it really a while is. to settle in without life it's, without. Um, Man United have showing a lot of cracks in defence now, aren't they? Mm. Like Phil Jones and Smalling, they are, and they just don't look like the pair that you know. Sir Alex, they're not of, a championship you know, pair, uh, championship winning pair. To be fair, does, but does a Premier League team have like? Does any Premier League team right now have a solid defence? They have solid defences, but when you compare them to the attacks, it, it they pale in comparison. Yeah, but it like, just seems like you think about the good teams that like, and they and then all these teams are going to be in the Champions League in the next month or two. Yep. Um, you know, representing this league. Yep. Yeah. You look at them, the, 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 the defensive pairings that the, these top five teams have, and you, you compare them to the teams that we're going to be playing against, Bayern Munich, Juventus, yeah. and all that, who have you know, established world-class yeah. players as the two centre-backs. And you know, I, I struggle to think, like, lucky we are good at an attack at these teams because you know, our defence is absolutely abysmal well, compared to them. It depends who you're going through. Like, I, me being the biased Spurs supporter that I am, I think um, when... Uh, well, Spurs Vito- got the best one by With Vertonghen and Alderweireld yeah. and the two centre-backs, I think they're... They can hold up with just about any team. They'd the, the be world. the best in the league. But you're right with other teams like you know Liverpool are shaky Shocking. as hell. Um, Arsenal, uh, uh, like Liverpool and Arsenal, are just like on the day. Like sometimes they can be decent and they can hold up enough, and then sometimes it's just. But it's too much of a hit and miss scenario. United yep. have been pretty good all season, but they have been starting to kind of. I guess they're running out of a bit. Well, of De Gea did say they're baking a lot. Pardon? De Gea, he did save them a lot. Yeah, well, De Gea, De Gea was the greatest goalkeeper of all time, and <laughs> and Manchester City, like you know, again, like. First half of the season, they seemed like this defense was unbelievable. You know, they, they didn't lose a game. So, like, yeah. it's hard to blame a defense when they've lost one game for the season. Yeah, well, but, you know, true. Stones have just been starting to kind of a few cracks. But I think he's been taking a few of these lesser games a bit easy. And I think that that's what he's been doing, yep. unfortunately. Uh, this is a. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chelsea, Chelsea again, like, at least Chelsea have a few options down at center back. But, like, as Billy Quaid can play on the left, uh, left, right, and the middle because he's just the greatest defender of all time. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree that it's going to be hard going against these Champions League teams. But, you, you know, to be the best. You got to beat the best, Mickey. Well, that's exactly right. I think this is a massive result for Tottenham and the top five teams in general because <laughs> yes. it really just uh, puts five. a blanket over all of them. Top five? You're not even giving Arsenal a crack. You're in top. No, I'm not at the moment. No. Top six. Well, they're six yeah. points behind. Two, two, uh, from spots two to six, it is absolutely open right now. United. Well, United it's the best of the rest, really. Yeah, isn't United, it? Chelsea, and Arsenal all losing. Uh, Liverpool and Spurs winning. Like it's a perfect result for us. We couldn't have even like predicted this to be as good as what it was. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think like for for a new like this, like obviously, um, see if they lose it from here, they just won't. They're mm. just too good at the moment. No way. They are a step above the rest. But these other teams, it, it just makes it a really interesting finish to the season because um, so much is invested in in the Champions League and so much. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, lucrative, you know, to come to the team is involved yeah, in Champions oh, yeah. football, you know? Exactly. People, uh, you know, you don't want to go, like, it's, it's funny that we say that and then Aubameyang goes over to Arsenal. So, yeah, well, like, that's exactly yeah, right. Pretty much so, there Arsenal. are exceptions to the rule, of course, and Arsenal. Do you think any other team would have been interested in Aubameyang, but um, there is reports that he is kind of, like, a bit hard to handle I was, as well. I was surprised Klopp didn't go for it. Yeah, I was surprised as well, you too. Know, to you got the partnership, um, I guess you might, he might also, also Well, he knows him in person, you know. Yeah, like, of course, yeah. So he probably, 
he knows better to go yeah, for him, maybe. Th- maybe that's exactly it. And like you know, it depends how much he rates Firmino if he thinks he's an out now strike. Because I think Firmino does. Do you play see the better. goal again? Yeah, very nice goal. I don't know if I, I can't even blame the keeper for that. That was too. Yeah, I blame the defense for not getting close to him as well. That was. Well, they kind of just kind of dared him shoot. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, the only thing I'll say about this game is um, you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Sometimes, like sometimes, say Ericsson is having bad games, and then when when he's gone for a couple of weeks, and you just you start playing really poorly without him, he's just that missing link. He's that he's that fantastic. He's that barometer that like Spurs need, and he's just so he's just so good throughout. Um, as a supporter, are you happy with the transfer business in January? Yeah, uh, like we we sent out a few players. Uh, Marcus Edwards going on loan as well. Uh, Carl Carter Vickers going on loan. These are players that will play for Spurs. Pardon? Who went to Stoke? Who went? Oh, to, they went. To, don't worry, that was that was Kevin Wimmer. That was yeah. Kevin Wimmer who went uh, for, on a transfer. And, and Kudu went as well. Yeah, well, I that's think that's went, a perfect move for him. Yeah, uh, th- and these are all loans, so like, we're all going to get him back. These are all young players. Going to get some game time into them, and yeah, you know, like you know, and now we got you know, the turnover starts. The turnover continues. Oh, we're going to move on. Sanchez first. What do you think of the deal? It was a massive deal. It's been hugely talked about. You know, it, could, it, it rumors has they could pay up to five hundred thousand pounds a week, including mm. tax. Because he, I heard the it's three fifty without tax for Sanchez, so yep. obviously many and I would pay that. Is it all worth it? Uh, no, Sanchez isn't worth that much. It's like I, I love Sanchez, but no one's worth that much, really, unless you're Messi. Unless you're Messi, like unless you, uh, you command that amount of merchandise sales, you command that. But kind he would of, get that. I don't, he, I don't reckon, think. I, I think he gets unless a lot. Sanchez would have sold a hundred thousand shirts already. I don't know what that and was. And Mickey, then Mickey's <laughs> pressing buttons and going nuts on the, on the keyboard. That's it. Like, that's, that's the seven. That's how That's it. That's the seven. Yeah, seven hundred. That's when they get yeah. the next, anyway. um, the next, like, what do you call it? The title. And they're like, that's it. We're selling another hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. No, but. but I know, but. It, he would have. Okay, but you got to understand, but you're in a team right now with Lukaku who's just coming. You're in a team with Pogba, who are the absolute commanders of, like, of merchandise sales. Pogba, for just for being a record signing. He's gonna sell. He's gonna sell shirts. And I'd he's buy Sanchez. Would you buy Sanchez or Pogba? Look, oh, well, we're biased as fuck. <laughs> we're not man. Well, how? Like, we're not. How are we biased? We're not, because we're not. We're the neutral man. We're the neutral fan. It's if we're non-biased, it's us. Because we hate Pogba. <laughs> We've been hating. I, I like Pogba. No, you don't. You've been going. On I like his dabbing. Yeah, you like his dabbing. That's all you like about. <laughs> no, honestly, but who'd you buy? I, Sanchez. I buy Sanchez. I buy That's Sanchez. what I mean. Like. Yeah. He's I, the number seven too. He's the number seven. He's like know, famous number. number. You think of Ronaldo. You think of Beckham. You think of Sanchez. whoever. With, yeah, Sanchez. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's what I mean. I think that you know Sanchez deal. He will make a lot of that money back with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think he's going to give him two years of brilliance. He wasn't that good on the weekend, but no, he, he was, was pretty he poor. Was piss poor, going down like he usually would. And yeah. He does have that when. What happens if he going? has a bad month? Um, then shirt sales go down, and now people, people start down. buying Pogba shirts. I don't know. Like, there's not. Yeah, there's a lot to always, lose for me United in this and, deal. Yeah, the thing that was uh, pretty apparent was Martial was kind of playing out of his position. He was kind of playing behind. But he's not. He's used to that now. Surely, uh, does I he go? Know. Does he? Like, honestly, Martial was thinking. Come some, come Spurs. Come. Rashford's even worse. Mate, yeah, exactly. It's like, very true. How like their career is stuttering now. Both of them. I don't know. They're we'll, both centre forward. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have to work that. But then again, you might, they might be thinking of it like you know, learn different positions. You might have to throughout your career, and then if you you know when your opportunity comes, you can play. Like these, are, you you have cup games and that where they can play their p- preferred positions. Uh, we have to move on, but uh, we need to get okay. through these. Yeah, uh, we do. Everton two uh, one over Leicester. Great win for Everton. Walcott, entertaining game. Yeah, entertaining game. Walcott absolutely fantastic coming over, uh, assist in his first game. I did predict that um, Walcott would score his first goal. I didn't think he'd score his first two goals, but yeah, well that's exactly right. And uh, he's fitting right in at Everton that. Bit of pace. This was a shocking day weather-wise, but a lot of the games were entertaining game. But Everton were turning up. They were cruising at one stage. Jamie Vardy gets a penalty, puts them two-one, and then let's have this bombardment, I guess, of chances. Ian Archer hits the post twice. Yep, from like 
the six yard box. Like, then yeah, I mean, this guy cannot like he can't hit a bar door machine at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. Fun fact: he's not had a shot on target in the Premier League for Leicester. You're kidding? No, nah. that's unreal. Okay, there you go. It was very unlucky. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. This game, but at the end of the day, they lost. Everton held out. This was a big win for Everton. I think like. With a with a rival in the same position, you know they they dragged it to three points between the two. They're eighth and ninth on 34, 31. Yep. Leicester ahead of Everton at the moment. Um, a good couple of signings for Everton. Two man Gala joins on loan. Yep. Um, Tuzan obviously joins as we said. Um, Morales is out. He's gone to Olympia Carcos. Yep. And yep. anyone else leave Everton? Or? Uh, there was another player, but I cannot remember him off the top of my head. That's Lennon. Good Lennon went to yeah, Burnley. Lennon. Yeah, Lennon went to Burnley. And so. Leicester, you know. Obviously, with uh, Silva, we talked about before. Mares is, I feel like right now, is just a guy that they're never gonna kind of get him back fully. He's, it's never gonna be the same. Yep. Um, he really did want the move. Uh, you told me he was waiting at airports at one stage. Yeah, didn't I, heard, I heard rumors that he was uh, like kind of like lo- uh, locating himself near an airport so he could, if if something wants to come up, if he was to get the call that something could happen, that he could just get on an airport straight away, get in the plane straight away, get on the jet, and he, away he goes. His wife even uh, said a tweet, which is the wives get footballers in a lot of trouble these days. Um, and it said just let him go, just let him go. So obviously he he wanted to go. It kind of reminds me of a bit of a Phil Coutinho kind of situation. Well, probably a bit more desperate. At the end of the day, and I, I'm, this is harsh. Like it works both ways. We all we kind of go on. Sometimes we go on the player side. Sometimes we go on the club side. But if you have signed a contract to a certain uh, a certain date. The, the club has every right to hold you to that contract as much as as much as like you know you might want to leave for whatever reason this guy's held the con this guy's signed when he did sign the dotted line he's expected to uh, be a Leicester player till a certain time yeah. so like the club has every right to deny him it doesn't mean that yeah. Maris has to keep playing I, I, for 100% and but- to be honest like yeah he, he would have won another title if he went to Man City but you know the whole reason he was he was bought so if anyone doesn't know the story obviously Leroy Sané during the week had injured his leg you got, gruesome tackle um horrible could have broken his leg yeah but he's missing six weeks of ligament ligament damage now less uh man city have bid 50 million pounds yeah for maris to come as his replacement for six weeks yeah mind you they have bernardo, bernardo silva on the bench yeah who was a 40 million pound signing maris it was a six week stopgap as uh, as it's been talked and they wanted more for him they, yeah, I, they heard, valued him at ninety one million yeah, pounds, exactly. which I find very hard to believe. But that's all going off the Neymar. It's, it's still another ripple in the in the in the effect. Mahrez is nowhere near worth that much. He at the start he's a very good season, player. At but, the start yeah. of the season, we didn't think he was worth fifty. We we thought like because people were people didn't want to pay fifty for him. And he's like, having a good season. But he's having year. a good but season. But he's like, not ninety one million pounds. It's, it's mad. It's, I'd pay fifty. I'd pay fifty right now for him. Like if. if yeah, if I, if I had a cheeky 50 million in my back pocket, I'd pay for it. I, yeah, I don't know not? why Liverpool didn't go harder for him, to be honest. I think they did have a little dab in into trying to get Mahrez. I think he's a, probably as a like for like replacement as yeah. for Coutinho you can get, as in skill wise and, and creative wise. Not exactly the same position, obviously, but like, um, it's just amazing. And it may, well, I'll, I'll get it. I'll wait till we go to the Man City game to bring it up. But, you know, I've got something to bring up. But anyway, we'll move on to the Liverpool. I just just, just oh, quickly, I just want to give a quick uh, shout out to Sean Coleman, who has come back from his, since his injury. That oh, he yeah, had, same as Colin. Uh, since that was the game against Wales, I'm going to say, uh, the yep. international game. Uh, he, he looked fantastic. Um, you know, when players get, like, severely injured, and this this was. And it's severe, their living, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, it, it's so, you know, it's, it's so heart wrenching to know that, like, some of them, some of them, all they know is football. So they yep. don't know what they're going to do with themselves. So to see him back, 
kind of looks like he hasn't missed a beat, and that's yep. fantastic for it's him. Awesome and um, yeah, as a neutral, you, you know, what I mean, like you, you, you want to see the players play. Uh, we'll move on. Huddlesfield, no one deserves that. The Huddlesfield yeah. uh, Liverpool. This is probably the most stock standard game uh, of the week. Probably three nil, three nil win. Kind of everyone probably predicted this. My main talking point out of this is um, one: Firmino's goal was really good. Chance goal was. It sounded. It, def- it's, it, it sounded a lot better. Look, I watched the game. Yeah. It was a massive deflection. Like, yeah, he played. Well, he's, he's playing really well for us at the moment. Emery Chan's a, a very underrated player for Liverpool. Wow, like I don't re- think he's underrated in Liverpool's. Uh, yeah, outside of Liverpool, he's yeah. very underrated. Uh, there's a reason well, why Juventus, Juventus is yeah. going so hard for him. Yeah, and, and uh, they've made it public. But the main thing I took out was that Salah um, getting a bit greedy and deciding it, the, the to penalty. take a penalty. It's, it's unbelievable, weird. wasn't it? Haven't we brought this up before? That like, why is Salah taking penalties when you got Milner? And I've always, I've always under the belief that if you don't like your your main penalty taker for me at least should always be a striker. And that's just me. It's more for a confidence boost than anything. I always think that, like, if Firmino comes in, scores another goal, it's fantastic for him, for his morale and everything like that. Of course, you have Milner, which is completely fine. Yep. But if he doesn't take it, then I think it should be, it should be Firmino. It's it should a very be concerning two. thing that I've noticed that as part of the front three now, as you say. The only one who hasn't really shown is Firmino. Salah and uh, Mane. I've been saying this for Mane about a while yeah. now. And it was, it was pretty apparent on the weekend, too, that... They're getting quite selfish. Yeah, I think Mane's trying to make up for the the amount of goals Salah's kicked, and not him. And he's got he's trying to do one thing too many or not pass when he should yeah. pass. I noticed it again on the weekend. Mane could have had a pass, had a shot missed, and and for me, I said I was worried about it, it was only a matter of time before it kind of comes back. Now Salah was a little bit like that. He had a very quiet game as far as the goal he scored. I know he, it says on the score sheet that he scored a penalty. And I was just as surprised as you did for him to, to go for the penalty as hard yeah. as he did. I th- Milner was good enough to just let it go and, and think of the team, which yeah. is, that is such a James Milner thing it to is. do. He's such a he's always been a, such a team player and that and like he knows he knows that if he makes a deal of it, it gets it gets in the headlines and he wants yeah. to stay far away from and, that as possible. And he wants to start to have confidence, I guess. But it is the cracks in that relate like in that front four or the, the front show. three now. Yeah. Um is starting to show with the selfishness. Firmino seems like a kind of character that does he won't get sucked into it, and I hope no. he doesn't. He hasn't seemed to yet. He no, he hasn't seemed to yet. But definitely Mane, and this week I saw it with Salah, and then it's it's very concerning for a supporter to see your teammates only worry about themselves because the only people that suffer is the team. Do you think the Sal- Salah's had a like he hasn't been you know hasn't been bad, but he's had a few. He's had a quiet probably. Probably start to the seat of the year. Sorry, I was going to say season. Oh, no, we played Man City. Yeah, he's played the Man City game, but I think like over compared to his first, probably up until Christmas, I think he has dropped off a little bit over the last. Well, month they're a lot or more so. wary of him now. Yeah, I think of the course. whole front three is. So, and as I said after the Swansea game, I noticed how much we were going to miss Coutinho because yeah. Coutinho was a guy that broke the game open with a bit of you know creative genius, made that pass or scored the goal. And as I said to you. Liverpool are fantastic when they're one nil up. With the team have no choice but yeah. to play back at them because then we well, we just we just smash them. But it's funny if they score the first goal, the team we play against, or they want the draw, we find it very hard to break the team down. And and I know we won three 0 on the weekend, but it was far from convincing me. Watching the game, I thought to myself, it like I felt safe as houses once we scored the first goal. Yeah, but our goals weren't. They didn't, they didn't really beat the defence. I think the the Firmino one did, but it was kind of like a defective shot from Can Chan, sorry, and the and the penalty, which was a clear penalty. But yep. we just weren't creating that many. Ch- we had a couple, but we yep. weren't taking them for one. Mane's very poor on. Um, I've noticed as well. He'll get the three ball and go to tap it on to run onto, and he, he fumbles it yep. with his feet, which is a little bit concerning too. But yeah, as I said, this week we were far from like we didn't 
smash them, I would say. You and know uh, what I mean? Which it's, is also, one. it's also like you're coming up against a Huddlesfield team. And like you're saying, usually when Liverpool do go one at nil up, it forces the team to come at them. Huddlesfield were just kind of sitting back. They they just, it seemed like they were on damage control so early yeah. in the game. Uh, they are in such a bad spot right now. Like we, we've been kind of tops, tossing and turning to see if like, because we both put them on the bottom of our table at the start of the season, at 20th. And halfway through like Christmas time, we're thinking, no way, like yeah, we have idiots. to change that. And now, honestly, if I, if I had yeah. to put money on it, I would probably say Huddlesfield are probably going to end up like that. I think West Brom will, will have their little run on and I don't see Huddlesfield doing it. I don't know where their goals are going to come from. Well, Moy's been poor. Exactly right. um, you know, Firmino's goal was really good. I don't know how he got that much space. It's just, it's beyond. Well, the, the, three, the three ball was good. It was great, yeah, but like you need defenders not come, closing in on him. He just had a really, it just seemed a bit too yeah, easy. Goalkeeper, I can't blame a goalkeeper being near, beaten near post for five minutes. To be honest, out. I... To be honest, though, like where else was Firmino going to go? Like this, yeah. when, I, when I saw the ball get played through, right, got played through into the corner. He ran in. There was literally no one in the middle. He, yeah. he kind of ran at the goalkeeper, pretending he was going to pass it. But the unfortunately, he was like playing poker with his cards face the other way because yeah, yeah. there was no one there. He had to yeah. shoot. And but the goalkeeper didn't really know that, did he? He didn't have that much the well, awareness. Yeah, I guess. You, could say, you could argue that too, but at the same time, it, it flicked off both posts to go in, yeah. and it was a. It was a good shot in the end, and he, you know you're you're you say he's a man that you know only scores with a run on. You know that was a crucial goal for us. It was that that was a good goal. He's starting to do that now, which is really good. Uh, we won't need to get going, but yep. Sturridge going uh, yep. to West Brom, West which Brom. is a, which is a really great deal for both teams. I think, although I do think Liverpool should just cut their ties and just sold him personally. But that's just me. Yep. I'm kind of a bit off the Sturridge Van Dyke, like, obviously but, seventy-five yeah, mil. And, uh, we've, already, we've already run over. We cut that. that. So we we'll move on to Man City over West Brom. Yeah, um, it's just kind of a standard game, <laughs> you know, for Man City. Like it's. You know, three nil again. Like just kind of like the Huddlesfield Liverpool is pretty stock standard. Actually, I was probably more surprised if anything that Man City didn't win by more. Yeah. But uh, some absolutely um, pretty horrific tackles. There's more. There was two of them. One was on De Bruyne and one was on Sano that were just like should have been red cards. Like, yeah, it's getting crazy. Is, now, is, it? is it not like these are like first first watch live watch? And I know referees have different angles and they have to kind of adjudicate things differently. But it just it was instant red. It was just like you know straight away. It was just one of those ones where you look at it and you're like, okay, I can. There's no arguing that, is there? Like, yeah. And yeah, know. to know that players are getting away with that, I thought was was pretty poor. And and it kind of it dampens out a pretty good win for City. Yeah, well, it's a stock standard win, isn't it? Uh, West Brom in a real trouble after this game. Um, but you know. The transfer window, they've got a chance now. They've got Daniel Sturridge, who who gets some much-needed game time coming into the World Cup, obviously. And I think the biggest coup is keeping Johnny Evans. He had a lot of uh, interest from the from the big clubs. Yeah, Arsenal was even coming from him. So now he's had Man City, Man United, and Arsenal have a sniff at him. So yeah. he's a wanted man. He's a solid defender, and he's I don't think he's ever let him down. He's their best player by a mile. So it's good for them to keep it. He was vital to for their title, I mean, their Premier League status. Yep. Um, man City, obviously, we've touched on the £50 million stopgap. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it begs to ask the question how good um, Pep Guardiola really is. Oh, are you saying because he has so much money to spend? That well, he, he, look, can, look, he, he, look I, the way I he's say, a fantastic manager. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. The way, the the way best, I see it is that he has he, the money. He has the money, but it, it's also if you give that much, if we're managing Manchester City and we can buy all the players we want, we can make the best FIFA side, the sweatiest team ever, but. If the player, if you can't coach them to play yeah, the well, right that is way, true. that I like, and I, yeah, it's hard because at one stage I was very much like that. I was just kind of like anyone with money, but you know, when you do, when you kind of go up against Man City and they, they kind of, when they do tear you apart, it's kind of like 
a lot of it is the coaching and it's the way they go about things and it's the never say die attitude, especially like even like the game with Liverpool, even the game they lost, like for them to score like you know, twice or three times the last well, that, twenty well, minutes it. or whatever yeah. it was. Like they, and, and that's it too, them. like Liverpool out of the FA Cup we've got to mention. Mm. Sorry, sorry guys. Yeah, that's a huge one. Um <laughs> which made it two losses in a row for Liverpool. We're going back to that quickly. Um yeah, so we're out of that cup. <laughs> 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 the most realistic cup we had to win and we we're out of that one. But yeah, West Brom, sorry, and we'll go back to this game. Um and Pep yeah, well, this is, you make, you raise a very good point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could have all the stars in the world, but if you if you don't even know how to manage a team, then you've got no hope anyway. Um, we've we've touched on uh, most of Man City's signings. I think Laporte could be one of the be- better signings of the of the transfer window in, yeah. in times to come. But, I, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's yeah. a transfer for the future. He's not somebody who, like, as much as he might play really great for the rest of the season, he like, they know they've got basically the title wrapped up. He's a, he's a player to add to their centre-back depth, and he's also a player that can, I guess... In two years' time, be that you know absolutely established Premier League defender that everybody looks to as one of the best, and I think that that's what he will be, which is really good. We'll move on, but Mickey, yep. Newcastle, Burnley, are uh, Burnley making at least a, a couple of nice little signings in there with one Aaron Lennon and Inkudu from Spurs on loan. Yeah, uh, the one, the one, one. I want to give a shout out to Kennedy. Um, I know you wanted, you just want to talk about Kennedy for a while. Is that because I got the same last name? Yeah, was... a bit of both. Well, <laughs> well it's funny. Um, Kennedy was interviewed. Uh, as he signed for Newcastle, which I think is a very good signing on loan from Chelsea, good uh, get a good play some good game time. Sorry, yep. spat that out eventually. Yep. Um, and they asked him about if they knew much about Newcastle, and he, he said he knew a little bit about the club. He watched the movie Goal. <laughs> Isn't that the only reason you like Newcastle? Yeah. <laughs> but they also, um, but in other transfer news, they got still Nami from um, Leicester. Yep. I think this is a decent signing as well. Uh, when they when Leicester brought him, he was you know one of the, the high high buyers that the Leicester have had, and that was after the title winning year. Yep. This is frustrating times for Newcastle. Um, you know, Mike Ash hasn't sold the club yet. There's an interesting post I want to show you in Facebook's finest, Nick. Yep. I'll bring it up then. But you know, Rafa Benitez is doing all he can at the moment. These are obviously these are both loan signings. I must remind you because yeah, yeah, Mike Ashley's really just <laughs> tearing this club apart at the moment. Um, on the other on the other shoe, uh, Burnley signings of um, Aaron Lennon and and Kuda, as we mentioned before. I think decent signings for both. Bit of pace that you know yeah. they didn't have too much of. Yeah, but, they, it gets yeah. them, them a bit of um, get a bits of width around the wings, and uh, that's exactly what they kind of needed. And yeah, you know, they might. I think Lennon's a, it gives a bit of um, bit of experience at like top flight, you know, football yep. kind of like you know. Everton, get him uh, back because he, he he's um, publicly been in the public eye with depression. He's, yep. had, he's had time away for the game, so maybe a change. Um, you it's, know, unfortunately for him, yeah. Everton didn't kind of work out. All that kind of stuff happened around yeah. that time, didn't it? So. To see him, you know, back playing football again is, is great. And, you know, Burnley might be the perfect opportunity for him to kind of just reset and go again. Exactly. Burnley's still sitting pretty in seventh, but they're yep. going to probably lose that over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Newcastle are kind of in that massive pack of uh, of clubs that are kind of are know, they com- hanging around are they a relegation. completely owing to Rafa Benitez if they make it out, out of the job. They've got a championship team. Yeah, they do have a championship team. And I did say at the start of the year that they will be fighting for relegation. And every three weeks, I swear I change my mind if I'm correct on that. And it just seems like they will be. Uh, Rafa has done really well. But then again, Rafa at this stage has not, I wouldn't say every right, but he has, I couldn't, would not be surprised if he just one day just walked out of the club and just said, I don't want to play. I don't want to do this I think this he's anymore. waiting for the new owner. 
when's that going to happen? Yeah, well, that, well, that's, that's, that, well, that's the thing. Like, it, it was always a lot of the end of the tunnel, but now it's gone, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Uh, we'll move on. But Mickey, uh, Southampton, Brighton. Uh, again, we'll go through these draws pretty quickly. Uh, Southampton, Brighton won all. Uh, not a hell of a lot to say about this game, Mickey. It was just yep. a pretty stock standard. Um, both two teams that really needed a win both 100%. get a point. So Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that's pretty much the best way you could put uh, it. Um, Uala has joined Brighton. We've already talked about Southampton signings. Yep. Um, He's returned to um, Brighton before he went uh, to Leicester, so he's back there, you know, from back in the day, I guess. Yep. Um, yeah, pretty, you know, stock standard, boring game for these middle tier clubs. We'll <laughs> fighting for relegation, actually. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to Watford Stoke. Neil Law, it's even boringer. <laughs> Boring. um, sorry, rushing through these guys. It's just, yeah. We're, these aren't the. These, we've we've no had a lot of talking to the other ones, but these are games that you don't even want to know about, to be honest. Like, you wouldn't. You'd we had to, wa- we had to watch them. That's the worst part. Um, so, uh, uh, Delafeo with the nice yeah. signing from Barcelona. You know, Watford, yeah, yeah. Watford have always uh, kind of, you know, they go to. Delefeu, some like, people go to eBay, some people go to Barcelona to do their shopping. He's some way, you know, he's been, you know, he's played for Everton before, before going back to Barcelona. I'm surprised Barcelona have held on to him for so long. Yeah, when I he agree. plays there, he's kind of not on that page nah. you know what I mean and it's obvious so he's only featured there a few times you know he's probably been a bus line longer than he should have yep. he'll join Watford on loan wouldn't be surprised if that turned into a permanent deal if he started playing okay yep. um, in Dye for uh, moves to Stoke a lot of um, being talk actually during the week he was wearing the number 27 who is currently occupied by Bojan, who's on loan in another club at the moment, oh, which has sent fans wild, actually. Yeah, that, but, that um, gets the, the Twitter world talking, doesn't it? It does, does. We're definitely in the players drew to come back. Coming anyway, Galatasaray, wasn't that? Yes. Yeah, so, and, 14 um, mil? Yeah, 14 mil. Uh, so, last game, West Ham versus Palace, won all. Um, you know, this is another game, I guess, this is probably one that I think is just a, a stand, they'd probably both be happy with a point here. They're both kind of that mid-table. I don't think either of them are going to be too troubled by the relegation. And, and, and both um, vastly improved teams from the start of the year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Palace, you know, Palace are just, you know, comparing them to what they were two, three months ago, it's just, you know, chalk and cheese kind of thing. It's it's yep. ridiculous. And uh, West Ham as well, they're, they're starting, you know, they're looking okay. I guess they would have been hoping for a win here. But they really they needed a win just to kind of it's more of a confidence thing I think for a team like West Ham they they're a team who are they're a big club by name you know some yeah, they same, you they've, got, same that, they've got that appeal don't they same in Newcastle and yeah and a couple other things yeah, a couple other teams like Everton as well and, and like with the with the name like that you the expectation goes higher I understand that they're not going to have a year that every year's not going to be like the year when they came sixth and it was like the biggest thing ever and everyone thought West Ham would be the, stuff, big, yeah. the biggest club ever and this new stadium has still hasn't helped but uh, I just no. <laughs> but. You know, I, I hopefully they can kind of get they can bounce back. I don't know they've got I don't even know who they've got next week, but it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, they have they've got Brighton, so they've, they've got, got Brighton. So yeah, a big chance for them to win. Brighton away. So I think Joe Mario is a good signing from yeah, Utah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's a decent signing. Um, you know, he had a part in the goal too. Yeah, in the, oh, in the pen, like he played the three ball before the penalty. Yeah, so there, there you go. So and Ben Tagge scores. Ben, well, that, he's scored a couple, hasn't he? He scored over the last few weeks. He's scored a couple. The of forgotten goals. man, really, of Palace, isn't he? Well, there's a reason because he's not that very good, is he? Shocking a little. Yeah, exactly. He's just he's one of those players. Um, West Ham signed Hugo from Preston North End, which is a, a very very interesting buy. Um, his championship record goals is not great. It kind of <laughs> it reminds me of a um, really just say uh, when he signed to Aston Villa from uh, yeah. Blackburn, maybe. Yep. Possibly. Yep. And uh, he was shocking in the Premier League. He didn't deserve to be there. So it'll it be pan- interesting. Is it, guys, buy? is it kind of like just like are we going to get someone? Know. Like I don't even. But know like he's not even the best someone. striker in the championship. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you could panic buy someone who's that cheap. So it doesn't really count. It doesn't count as a panic buy. And it? on our, uh, on the way out is Antonio. Yes, and uh, Jordan Ayew. 
Yeah, so, uh, and of course... Uh, sorry, Andre. Andre, yeah. I was again. Uh, but yeah, what we'll do is we'll have a break, come yep. back, Facebook's fine, we'll talk about uh, Phil Neville, one of Mickey's favourites, and now uh, we're going to talk about FA Cup, Caribou Cup, and then our predictions for week 26. And obviously, we're back with uh, the favourite segment of the show. Would you say, Nick? Uh, yeah, Facebook's finest is. Uh, I made it, it up it, too. It's, by it's, it's the people's show, Mickey. It's not even our show. It's the people's show. Yeah, like we, the people, like us, you know, idiots <laughs> yeah. of the world, and uh, we laugh. You know, not only uh, the comments that are made on, on a lot of Facebook posts because there is a lot of topics brought up over the internet, uh, but sometimes also the players, which I'll bring into perspective right now. Yeah. Obviously, the much talked about Alexis Sanchez deal. Uh, was made over the January transfer window. And I'd like to just bring a couple of quotes up from Alexis. Yep. Okay. This one goes all the way back to when he was at Barcelona. And um, obviously very happy with the move. This is uh, what he said. Uh, Every child grows up um, (laughs) watching Barcelona. No, no. Every child uh, grows up watching Barcelona and dreaming of playing for them. I was the same. Um, Pretty much always dreamt of playing for the club. I've supported as a kid. That's very nice of him. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, when he signed at Arsenal. Yep. You want to hear what he said? Yeah, I do, actually. Ever since I was young, <laughs> I wanted to play for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. That's two clubs. Okay. And then has, he, has he said so anything he, he, since United? Well, he did, actually. Okay. Not, that's why I'm here. Um, <laughs> since I was a young boy, I've always said that my dream was to play for Manchester United. Oh, wow. So he's The, a- the, the captions are... So many childhood dreams, so little time. <laughs> it's, it, rem- it reminds me of a, uh, a certain Aussie sportsman that we are. We don't need to go into uh, Jared Hayne. I'm just trying to uh, go for every other sport, but that's Literally okay. Every that's other not sport. that's neither here nor there. Uh, Mickey, something that's kind of that uh, kind of broke the internet for a while was the new Leeds United badge. Um, if anybody oh. has seen it, it is. I'm I'm a big fan of Leeds. Growing up, they were one yeah, of, they they were one of the teams, with, like, and we had a couple of good Australians play. Yeah, Q was playing very well. Viduka was in his prime there. Yeah, exactly. So we, I think everybody had a, either went for Leeds who were Australian or had a soft spot for Leeds. Yep. And uh, yeah, they've recently come out with their new badge, and it is it is beyond horrific. Uh, you know, I'm not even, it's, it's not even worth describing. It's something that you just need to go look at. Uh, it's funny. I have seen a few really well done um, kind of. I guess you know there are fans who have done their own little Photoshop versions, which are, I'm just showing Mickey now much better. Way better. And what uh, what there is, uh, just so has many, a little bit of a Leicester look to it. It does. It does have a bit of a Leicester look. The flower um, instead of the. Fox. So yeah, Sam Finn uh, decided to comment on it. Uh, Flynn, sorry, uh, with the with the uh, easy one. I'm crying into my cereal. This is worse than when my nan died. <laughs> Obviously a diehard uh, Le- Leeds Literally fan. diehard. <laughs> and, exactly. and Rob Kelly also looks like a badge out of a pro evolution soccer game. Uh, it, it does. It, it, that, was very, that was a very accurate one, I think. Well, actually, Gaviscon actually put the same one with just Gaviscon at the top. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> and Gaviscon's a heartburn product. Sorry, guys. So you understand <laughs> yeah, that. I did see that. Um, Nick, I've got one here. Um, a celebration of... I can't promise to tell you what league it was, so I apologise to that. Yep. Um, but obviously, sponsored by a Toyota, right? Yep. So, at the end of each end of the pitch, they have a Toyota um, four-wheel drive. Oh, oh no! So oh, no. a goal was scored. The crowd's going wild, and the player who scored decides to maybe hop in. Okay. Front so seat. he's run off the pitch. Front seat. Um, yeah. Okay. So he's so it's like a Napoli style ground with the, the running track. So yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. bit of gap between um, the track and the and the goal. So he's jumped over the the, um, the sponsorship signs and all that. Ran into the, to the Toyota, jumped in with his teammates, 
and had a little play around. Didn't drive it, unfortunately. Oh, that, would been, that would have been way funnier. God, I was excited. Sorry, they could have done a it's lap It's quite hilarious. Um, if you look at Give Me Sports page, you might be out of a chance to say it. Is there, uh, a, few, it. Is there a few players in there? Uh, there's four. <laughs> four I think. That's four or so, three. That is good. I like anyway, that. Anyway, um, a, a guy called Mo- uh, Morgan Hines also said, uh, Marino has a bit similar celebration, but with a bus instead. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, I got one on Twitter from Ox Illinari. I think this guy, I feel like I've mentioned him a few times. Uh, he seems to be one of those uh, the guys who's pretty good with the Twitter. Uh, this actually happened before uh, this week's fixtures. So if, if it sounds weird that you know we're, we're not putting Chelsea in where they are, uh, it's because of this. I said the top six is really weird. You have three teams trying to win trophies every year in City, United, and Chelsea. And then you have three teams trying to out-banter each other who are Liverpool, Arsenal, and Tottenham. <laughs> and it's funny because I have said, I have mentioned that before that like there is a real difference between those top three and the bottom three. I don't think there's any difference. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately now, Chelsea. Well, fortunately now that Chelsea have decided to uh, join the banter group. And, and all Liverpool has started to go to the winning group. Yeah, exactly. So like there is, who knows what's going to happen. I think City are just the only team who wants to win trophies and the rest are in the banter group right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go throw back one, uh, Nick, to when someone was interviewing Zlatan Ibrahimovic back in the day. And the classic Zlatan, um, the reporter said, will you win the game? Obviously talking to about the next game he was going to play. And Zlatan goes, only God knows. And then reporter goes, it's pretty hard to ask God. And Zlatan goes, you were talking to him right now. <laughs> Come on, Zlatan. It's, it's simple stuff, isn't it? Uh, you it should is. know You should know where he's going now. He's so obvious what he's going to do, but it's still so funny. Um, someone on, on Facebook who wanted to re- remain anonymous said, uh, no. there's not a nicer feeling than lying in the bed feeling your baby kick. And then somebody who again wanted to remain, remain anonymous said, have you, have you ever won a football accumulator in the 90th minute? Because realistically, what's that better, is what is huge. the better feeling? Like, I, I've, I've won a few. And and I haven't had a kid yet, hopefully. <laughs> exactly. Uh, have you got any more, Mickey? Uh, I've I... got, got a couple more. Beautiful. Um, for all you Arsenal fans, this is back on Alexis Sanchez. Um, obviously, a lot of you have bought his shirt over the years. Um, this is probably even easier if you bought his original shirt because he originally wore 17. Yep. Um, and some Arsenal fans... Uh, created a design which will let you keep your shirt uh, with a uh, present player, Alex Arobi. Yep. And all you have to do is put Wobi on the back and take out the S (laughs) and put a one in front of the seven. Exactly. (laughs) It does look good, actually. Even the Photoshop version looks pretty good. The one's a little bit off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dora, they had the same with Kyle Walker and Kyle Walker-Peters. They uh, they had the same kind of deal with that. Uh, Okay, so we've got this one uh, at Chief at Ali Dyer. I'm sorry, but I can't rate Pep. He had a decent team last year and couldn't win shit, and now he's spending money like crazy to win the league, and you want me to applaud him? Even the ugliest bitch can look sexy and Gucci. He's just a checkbook <laughs> manager. Uh, I don't know. Like We'll just talk about that. I don't comp- uh, actually believe in that, but I like the Gucci comments. So, uh, do you have I any think more? A, I think there's a little bit of truth. Like, any any more possibly? for me, Mickey, or am I taking uh, With uh, Aubameyang's uh, signing during the week, um, Arsenal fans were tracking his flight from okay, okay. Dortmund to London, which wow. I, I found pretty easily. Um, one, even one person said flight rate of 24, which is obviously a Twitter account, yep. uh, a pretty big one. It says, it looks like a private jet flying from Dortmund to London. Any guess who the passenger is? So no. the, the Arsenal fans were getting pretty desperate at that stage, uh, tracking his flight. <laughs> Don't like that. Uh, here's a quote from Pep Guardiola in 2009. Modern football sometimes makes me sad. Nowadays, there can be more focus on a big name signings rather than promoting youth. And that makes me sad. I have grown up with a Barcelona method and I hope to stay true for it my whole career. Why buy a striker for 50 million 
when there is one waiting for you oh, in your youth team. Uh, set on Pep March 24, 2009. What a difference and that, is, that is as Pep is trying to spend another 50 plus million on a new signing instead of looking into the City Academy. Uh, we, we have been told many times, and like you see how well the Academy does for Manchester City, that they, they have a lot of players that could be Well, like, you think of players like Phil Foden, who is injured at the moment. Yeah. Um, but a, a great young talent, and they've got some good players coming through there. You know what? He's trying to win everything this year, I think. And I think maybe he'll give him a chance next year, but, uh, you know, it's the Premier League these days, isn't it? And, yeah, I've got one more for you. Yeah, finish um, it off. Just, just a picture of Alexis Sanchez looking a bit perplexed, and it's just when you realise uh, Ozil lied about joining you and gets to play with Obama Yang while you, <laughs> while you watch Lukaku chase his first touch down the M1. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't... He really hasn't needs to work on that first touch. Mickey, we've got a few things to talk about before we get out of here. Just a couple. Um, Phil Neville was made the women's coach of the England squad... Uh, in the last week or two, yep. he's come under fire almost immediately for tweets in 06. 06, God. Possibly. 12 six, years actually, ago. Actually, no, six years ago, so it could have been like... Uh, 12. 2012. 2012. Yep. Uh, he made about... A, a joke that he made about women in the kitchen. Oh. Um, you know, this, this sexist thing's just going nuts, isn't it? Like, it was never... Like, I've read, read the tweet. It was something about um, him playing cricket and his wife making something in the kitchen. It's... Ridiculous that um, you know something from six years ago can cost you a job that you've got in the future. Uh, well, he has; of, a, he's had to apologise now too. It's one, well, it's one of those things that you like. You do run the risk every time you post something, even when we do. But like, seriously, imagine, man. imagine, like, okay, so imagine so if, it, uh, somebody. Hang on, imagine if somebody uh, you're going for a job and they go, you know, everybody wants to look at you know, how what your profile is on Facebook, and they try to look you up and see if there's anything bad about you. You've been to jail or whatever, gee, and they look up your Facebook, and then they kind of start scrolling back, and they see something that I've really you know, uh, sexist, racist, whatever they think it is, they can look at that and go, "Well, yeah, this, I, I shouldn't." The comments weren't person. even really that sexist. Well, I haven't read it, so I, I can't. Like, I'm just, I'm just putting into context why people do get upset about that. I do. I, they chances are they have gone overboard because it is 2018. People do go overboard well, about, uh, about when don't they go overboard? Exactly. But uh, should a man uh, lose his job for this part? No, no, they shouldn't. Uh, no, he shouldn't. Uh, they and let's be honest, they've. It's just like when people look uh, when the people are looking to uh, employ somebody for a job, they should have done their backing on Phil Neville, and they should have. They should have looked. <laughs> well, that's the other question that it raised too, because um, the FA look quite silly now that knowing that these these tweets are around. Yeah, and um and and they hired a guy with it, you know, without putting the full um, investigation on him. I think it's just political correctness gone mad. Yep. Um, I hope that you know, and unfortunately for him now, this is always going to hang over his head while he's manager of that team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I completely and, and, agree. and also too, look for the women's sake. You know, if there is any like real soft women there that you know take offence to all that kind of bullshit. Um, yep. So that's pretty. That's pretty. No, bad. it's all right. No, <laughs> that's my opinion. Um, <laughs> you know, if they if they do take offence to it all, then it's going to be have real hard for him to make a relationship with those players, which affects the team. So exactly. uh, interesting what, how that all pans out. It looks like he's going to keep his job for now. Yep. Um, FA Cup, the big winners and losers. Losers, obviously, Liverpool, West Brom, big winners. Yep. Um, nothing other than that. Those were the two big ones that kind of caught my eye. Watford out, Southampton got through, which is interesting. Uh, Brighton knocking out Middlesbrough. Honestly, Fort Brighton were probably in trouble. But West Ham going. Wigan Athletic beating them of all time. Will yep. William Greig scoring twice. Greig, he's on fire. He's on fire. William Greig, <laughs> he's on fire. Uh, Spurs drawing uh, to Newport uh, County. So they have to play the return by another fixture, uh, which will be at Wembley. So that should be a pretty easy win. Um, good, for, good for Newport County getting to play Wembley. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Like, see, that's the magic of the cup, isn't it? Like those teams kind of experiencing the, the big grounds, the big crowds, and the television rights. Exactly. Yeah, well, the television rights is a big one as well. For it, them, changes, it? it changes those teams. Like, for anyone doesn't know, like, so say, like, someone like a Newport County, not only plays Tottenham once, but gets to play them twice. Um, 
they, they, these revenues that they get from these games actually like they make their seasons. Like yeah. they they actually they'll get an extra couple of million pounds or something like something stupid. Yep. And it changes their club's financial status like you wouldn't believe. And they get to sign the players. And a lot of the time, stuff like this actually starts. You know, is the the first stepping stone, and then clubs making the you know steps up the up the English ladder. Exactly, it puts their, it puts their name on the map as well. Uh, I'm sure you know people watch these games, so you know scouts and that will have a look at these players, and like if anybody's looking, you know, likely they it's a win win. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, it's a win win for all clubs. So there are there are at the moment going to be four um, return fixtures because there were four draws. What are they? Uh, we got Bir- Birmingham versus Huddlefield. We got uh, what else? We got we got Rochdale versus Millwall. I hope Millwall gets. Swansea versus Notts County. And Timmy Cahill joining Millwall again. Yes, what are your Timmy Cahill. Uh, fucking Millwall. Do you eh? see? Do you see the? Um, <laughs> do you see the the video of him coming back? It was like he was playing for Man City. In I his know. 25. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. Very, it was very. Over and he was top. good. Yeah. Exactly. It's good to see him go back. Um, I think the the video is a bit excessive for a championship club and yeah. for a thirty eight year old signing. Yeah, I uh, definitely, I, I completely agree. Um, it's very it was like goaded comeback. Yeah, I don't, like I understand you going back to your club. I'm sure people would be pretty happy with him yeah, right, scores right, right. a couple of goals, but like it's not like it's not it's like, like Terry Henry when he went back that second time. Oh well, yeah, it's not like Rooney going to Everton. Like it's not no. something. It's not something massive. Not when he can like he's like. 38, he's, yeah, he's, he's very far, very much past it. Yeah, um, moving over to the championship just quickly, Mickey. Wolves are currently still smashing 11, it. 11 points ahead, but the uh, it really is going to get tight towards the, you know, oh, those get, remaining I'm spots. I'm getting on uh, Bristol, City, Bristol City at the moment. Bristol they're City they're in a um, yep. playoff position at the moment. Yep. Getting they on are. the Bailey Wright train. Hopefully they do all right. I'd love to see another Aussie, and I'd definitely love to see a guy from Langwon make it into the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? And like I look at you know, I'm looking at the uh, the automatic promotion spot, and right now Derby Derby County have it, but only one point in front of Aston Villa. Aston Villa are really making, yeah, a, making a run a charge for this, me, so it's going to get really tired. This is like. The championship. I really wish we they had more like you know more TV time. They had any TV yeah. time over here. I'd love to. S- keep it's still up the with second it. most watched league. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. I it's feel crazy, something isn't like it? that, and like it's something that I because it's I would love to just pick a championship team and follow them around, like follow them like as I do a Premier League team, just because it's just it's really fun because it's especially when you've got six spots available. Like you yeah, know, it's crazy. It, you know? you and the playoffs real, are awesome. They get to play at Wembley and they get to real make a you know a massive deal out of it. Exactly, and like there are realistically, I look at uh, I'm I'm looking at the uh, the ladder right now, and you know there's like. Uh, Right now, sixth and thirteenth, there are eight points behind uh, between them. Uh, sixth and eleventh is five points. So there are a lot yeah. of teams that can get into this uh, into the playoff mm-hmm. positions or the automatic promotion positions. It's yeah. going to be fantastic. Caribou Cup, of course, we'll just touch on. Before. Yeah, we'll just have, we'll just do predictions straight up. Right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, so Arsenal obviously getting through to start, and you know, nice easy win for them. Well, yep. not really easy, but they seem to take those games seriously for some reason because they want to win something this season. Uh, prediction time, Michael. So what's your prediction, City or Arsenal? City or Arsenal between those two? Ah, oh, well, do we have to? Okay, for Madam now, I'm going to say Arsenal wins this one 2 1. I'm going to say the opposite way around. Uh, so I think City, you know, they're going to make this part of the quad. Yeah, jeez, they're going to win a lot, aren't they? Yeah, um, crazy. I'm very excited. Can they win the Champions League? I think they can. They can. The defense is not as good as the teams they're, playing, they're going to be playing against, but. But you know when you, a lot of it depends on players like Sane getting back and like depending well, like, he'll miss a crucial yeah situation. that's exactly it so if they can get through which they should get through their first um you know the round of sixteen and that they get through to that next leg so it's it's I can't wait for it Champions League's only a couple of weeks away um right. it, it's huge uh, Let's predictions, get predictions yeah predictions for week twenty six but of course uh, Mickey I I took you out on the last game of the week I beat yeah, you well, I hate uh, you. Uh, you know, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, you literally beat in the last game. Thanks. Yeah, uh, so if you get if you predict the right results, so win, loss, or draw, you get one point. If you predict the exact score, you get three points. It's uh, very cutthroat as well because you were, 
I think I was a point. Yeah, I think you were a point. Yeah, actually, I was a point up. Uh, you were a point up, sorry. And I jumped, leapfrogged you, and I won by a point because you still got the right prediction, but you didn't get the exact score, Mickey. That's the way. Yeah, well, you're fair. And that's the way the, way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And I'm still in the league, of course, course, and we'll start uh, We'll start really having to get down to the wire soon. Uh, Burnley versus Man City, but Mickey, we'll start with. Yeah, uh, Burnley in a, a bit of a slump, and City being City, 4 0. Um, I'm going to go 3 1 City. Uh, Bournemouth versus Stoke. Oh, Bournemouth are informed, Stoke aren't, so I'm going to go 1-0 Stoke. <laughs> I'm going to go 1-0 Bournemouth, perfect. Uh, Brighton versus West Ham? Uh, West Ham 2-1. I'm going to go Brighton uh, 1-0. I just think Brighton really need a win. Uh, so West Ham, to be fair, but I just think that Brighton really, like at home might have a chance. Leicester, Swansea against Swansea. Oh, interesting now. game, is it? Uh, 1-0, Swansea, I think um, Andre Ayew will score this week. Coming back, yep. if he plays. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with a 2-0 win by Leicester. I think Swansea will run out. Of, we're starting to run out of gas. Uh, they won 3-1. The, is, is he are you saying that because they like conceded one goal? Yeah, it was too, it was too much. <laughs> it made too much. The, they're running out of gas. They just beat Liverpool and Arsenal. Mate, they're, they're, they're fucking... They're, <laughs> they're gone. They're, they're, <laughs> okay, move on, you clown. <laughs> they're bottom dwellers. I don't care about them. Oh, this is uh, Man United, Huddersfield. Huddersfield did win the reverse fixture. They did. Uh, but they're not going to win this one. 3-1. <laughs> Actually, no, 3 nil. This could be 8 nil. I don't really care. Um, I, I will say, I'll say 4 nil. Um, West Brom, Southampton. Big game. Massive game. Yeah, it is Two a huge game. Um, I still think... No, nah, I think Starry is going to score West Brom 1 nil. I'm going to go with a one-all draw for this one. I, I think both teams are boring as fuck, so I guess they'll both score. One will score in the 63rd minute. <laughs> uh, Arsenal, this Everton. This is a belter. Now, this is interesting because on the re- reverse fixture and, you know, teams were different at that stage, but Arsenal absolutely took Everton to the cleaners. I think they won like 5-2 for They're memory. They're not going to win like this. Uh, this is going to be a lot tougher. Um, you know, Aubameyang hopefully makes his debut. Walcott. H- interesting. Ha- Walcott yeah, comes Walcott. back to... Um, <laughs> Everton's finally got away from there after like 10 years. Yeah, he goes back there two weeks later. <laughs> hey, guys. Was, I wonder what, that'd be interesting to see what kind of reception he gets. Remember me? Get no, nah, I don't think you'll get a bad one. I don't, I don't think, I think everyone either. understands why he left, and no one's like it's not like he tore Arsenal apart by leaving. He wasn't even getting a game. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be interesting to see how Arsenal do line up with all their new signings. Yep. Uh, can they play them all at once? Will they bring someone off the bench as a super sub? Bamiang uh, will he score? No, Bamiang will not score. He'll get injured. He'll do his ankle. ACL. ACL. Jeez. No, he won't score. But I think that Arsenal will win this. I think that they. Yeah, and then Arsenal. I think they're going to win two one. I think they'll win two nil. What else? What else have we got? A Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. This is going to be... Oh, actually, no, it's not. Um, I think... I'm going to go Newcastle 1-0. That's fair enough. I'm going to go uh, Crystal Palace 2-0. Uh, and Watford, <laughs> Watford versus Chelsea first. Watford, ooh. Watford uh, versus Chelsea. Chelsea 2-1. Chelsea 2-1. I'm going to go... I'm going to go one all draw. And, uh, and, and guys, just reminding you, this this is a total 90... Um, derby. Derby week, as I'm a diehard Liverpool supporter. Nick's a diehard Tottenham's and... Is, Without a Jew, we bring the uh, the last game. Well, it's not the last game, but Liverpool versus Tottenham this week, and uh, a lot of tension has been around me and you. Hasn't yeah. It? Uh, after like, well, God, I, I wish I. And could... we had a real bad time. I'm a little bit worried about this game. If you do, uh, if you, anyone does want to go back to uh, the week after we played Liverpool, 
um, last time. I think it might be called the Total 90 Derby or something like that. And uh, if you want to listen to that, it was a, it's a fantastic uh, fantastic one if you are oh, a Spurs supporter. Uh, a lot of songs get played. DJ Cal gets played. All I do is win. And uh, Mickey, you weren't a happy chappy. You, uh, you were flat, as you uh, as you said back then. Uh, right now, I'm... T- uh, right now, with two points ahead of you. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm very nervous. You could go about, five. I don't mind. I don't, no, you're not going to. Uh, I'm very nervous about this game because we have a horrible record at Anfield, for one. We never beat you yeah, guys. We usually you, draw. You had a horrible record at home against us. Yeah. But, and that, how did that go? New home. New home, mate. <laughs> we, Wembley gets, you're renting. Uh, yeah, our rental. You, know, you get a rental. <laughs> Good but, rental. It's like renting like a like a mansion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to get out of this little dinge bin uh, and rent a mansion yeah. for a year. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because I, I want to see uh, everyone go uh, all, you know, Liverpool kind of are setting up. I, I can't wait to get up and lo- have absolutely no sleep on Monday morning to watch this. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to be late. Harry, Gaines, Harry Kane versus Mo Salah. It's going to be a really Massive. good game. I'm hoping... Spurs do win. My heart, my brain says one all because we usually do draw one all at Anfield. But my uh, Tottenham heart, of course, we're going to win seven two. It's going to be a great game. Seven two. I'm going to say three nil. Three nil. Liverpool. Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever go for Spurs or Liverpool, I'm going to shoot me. Of course, uh, this one. Like, are we doing? Were we supposed to? Uh, we should have done like an aggregate thing. Like whoever wins on aggregate wins fifty bucks because Spurs would have been just about. Home I know. Right I was say, glad we didn't. <laughs> But of course, uh, this, well, Tone and I, Tone and I podcast, Mickey. Uh, if anybody Bang. is new, give us a like on Facebook. Yeah, let, we're let on now. Subscribe. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey's pushing it. Uh, he's doing really well posting as well for once, Mickey. It's good to see you doing something, right? Yep, and I'm bringing it up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Nicky Kennedy, take us out. As Nick just mentioned, we do have a Facebook page now, so you can follow us or like us on Total 90 Premier League Podcast. So, yeah, look it up, guys. We're there now. It's going to be exciting. Get the conversation going. Ask questions if you need to. It's going to be the best season of yeah, the Premier League. Opinions will be great. We are going to take you every step of the way through it. 